0: Welcome to Awaken and Empower, a podcast dedicated to creating a space for honest and true conversations on self-development, spirituality, and the intricacies of being human. It's hosted by me, Shaylin Ivany. I'm a self-empowerment coach on a mission to help women deepen their connection with themselves so they can live an authentic and meaningful life. And that's my intention with this show as well this podcast is for anyone who is ready to unlock their inner wisdom and commit to the journey of deeply knowing embracing and honoring themselves awaken and empower is a safe space where we can get real and dive deep into big and meaningful topics like identity and spiritual growth inner work and mental health and the meaning of the miracle it is to be here alive and breathing and taking up space listen in for soul-centered inspiration heartfelt advice, and personal stories that will guide you towards awakening your authentic self and living an empowered life. Hi everyone and welcome back to Awaken and Empower. Thank you so much for being here and choosing to listen in to me. I'm honestly so grateful for every single person who listens to any of these episodes. I know there are so many other things you could be doing with your time and the fact that you're taking time out of your day to tune in to me is just such an honor. I just quickly want to mention my latest coaching offer. I talked about it in depth in the last episode, so if you missed out on that, definitely check that out. But yeah, I'm now offering a single 90-minute session called Messages From Within, and this is an oracle card reading and self-empowerment coaching session. I'm really excited to start doing these sessions and facilitating these spaces because I know the transformative power of both of these practices and bringing them together just makes everything so much more magical. So if you decide to sign up for this session, the first part of the session will be your oracle card reading. I'll pull some cards for you and give you some space to reflect on them and what they mean for you and your current life situation. And then we'll shift into the coaching portion of the session with the cards as our guide. You know, maybe you get something out of the cards that you think needs more exploring, or maybe the cards will elicit some emotion in you that brings up something that you realize you want to talk about. None of this is planned, so it's kind of hard to predict what will happen. You just got to be open to the flow of it. So yeah, if you're interested in this session, you can find out more about it on my coaching services page on my website, which I will put into the show notes. And if you'd like to schedule one, you can email me at shaylenivany@livingembrace.ca at livingembrace.ca or you can use my contact me page or message me on Instagram at living.embrace. I also wanted to share something that one of my lovely clients was kind enough to share with me after our time together in the free coaching conversation session that I offer. I honestly got all emotional when I first read it. It's so sweet. And even more than that, I think it's really a clear testament to how empowering the experience of coaching can be even in just one session. So she said... Shailen is an incredibly passionate, caring, and talented life coach who was able to help me tackle some stress and anxieties I have going on in my life. She was able to guide me in creating my own solutions and conclusions, which was incredibly helpful. I left the session feeling so much relief and weight lifted off of my shoulders. Shailen provided some really great advice that I will be using for the rest of my life. I am incredibly grateful for Shaylin and her amazing talent and I'm looking forward to starting our sessions together. I know with the help of Shaylin, I will be able to gain more self-confidence and self-compassion. Thank you again, Shaylin. Oh, I still get chills reading it. It's just so gratifying to receive that kind of feedback and it confirms to me that Even though sometimes I experience a lot of self-doubt and I worry that I'm not doing a good job and I just get really in my head, I am truly doing what I'm meant to do. This is my passion, my purpose, my mission in life, and I'm just so grateful and honored that I get to play a part in women's self-empowerment journeys. It's hard to describe in words how I feel about this work, I just love it so much so if you would like to share in the energy space of a coaching conversation with me you can always reach out to me and i'll help you get that all set up now i'm also going to share something at the end of this episode that i'm really excited about and proud of and it kind of ties into the topic of today's episode I think a lot of what has been happening in my life lately has been because I've been more mindful of holding space for the mindset of resistance so that I can shift and soften myself into the heart space of acceptance. And what I'm going to share at the end of the episode is a testament to that and I'm just really proud of it and excited about what it could bring and I know I'm being really cryptic about it and you might be like, what the heck is she talking about? But just hang in there, I will explain at the end. So in today's episode, as the title says, I want to talk about holding space for resistance and softening into acceptance. This is something I've been consciously and intentionally working on within myself over the past while. Resistance is something I feel like I've been aware of in myself for much longer, but it's really been in the past couple months or so that I've had a more embodied awakening to it and I'm not just sitting idly by letting it get me down. I'm trying to understand it and find ways to greet it and cope with it and let it go. It's been really impactful for me and I hope that if you can relate in any way that what I share in this episode will be helpful for you as well. And let me just preface this with what I always say, only you know what's best for you. I can sit here all day and tell you what works for me, but that doesn't mean it'll work for you. I'm not telling you what to do, I'm just offering my experiences and some possible suggestions for what you could try if you struggle with this as well. again only you know what's best for you so i don't want any of this to come across as like me telling you what to do because your situation is completely different from mine you are a unique human and i also want to say that this is something i'm still currently working through so i don't have all the answers i'm still figuring it out for myself in fact i was going to record this episode yesterday but I mentally and emotionally couldn't because I was really stuck in resistance, which manifested as depression and just overall sadness. So I took the day to care for myself, to feel my feelings, and to just be gentle with myself. I just wasn't in the right heart space to talk about this stuff. I'm honestly feeling kind of the same today, maybe a little bit better, but yeah, I think giving myself space yesterday helped a little and... I don't know, I'm just in a funk, in a depressed mood, really in my resistance, so I'm just sharing that to let you know that this is a very present thing for me, I'm still reflecting on it a lot, and just like with anything else, I'm no expert, I'm just a human sharing my thoughts and experiences. So yeah, with that said, let's get into it! like i said resistance has been a facet of my personality for probably my whole life and when i say resistance i mean resistance to the present moment and how life is presenting itself and thinking that things should be different than the way they are so i experience resistance to the way things are the way i am the way other people are etc etc um and In the past, this resistance kind of fed into my very present feelings of fear and worry and doubt and catastrophizing and feeling jealousy or envy or comparing myself and getting caught up in the shoulds of life. I think all these things are kind of connected in a way or they feed into each other and in some sense, resistance for me is connected to all of them. This mindset of resistance has just caused a lot of distress for me, and I noticed it showing up more and more a few months ago. I felt a lot of resistance towards many areas of my life. Uh, For example, I still live at home with my parents, which isn't that uncommon for my generation because the price of living is absolutely bonkers and unlivable in a lot of senses. But, you know, ideally, I'd like to be able to experience living on my own because I just never have. I stayed home for university, I've always been in the comfort of my family home, and as grateful as I am for that, my mind kept reverting to resistance to this, and I kept thinking, like, I should be moved out by now, I feel so stuck. I got really depressed about it for a while because I was resisting the fact that this is just my situation right now, I wasn't accepting it for the way things are. Another thing that I noticed I was struggling with was feeling resistance about my current business situation. You know, I've been trying to grow my coaching practice for a while now, and a part of my brain was like, I should be making more money by now, I should be working with more clients, I feel like I'm not growing fast enough, or nothing is happening, and I'll never be able to make this work. Just a lot of doubts and worries and catastrophizing instead of accepting the way things are and you know this resistance shows up in many other aspects of my life too like my relationships and interactions with other people in general the whole concept of being an adult the state of society and the world and humankind i just carry a lot of resistance to a lot of things and my mind often resorts to resistance very quickly And so this was becoming more and more of a noticeable issue for me. I was kind of able to take a step back and recognize that my mind was operating in this way and I had a moment of reckoning and awakening to it it's kind of hard for me to explain this part simply because i don't know if there's words for it (laughs) to me i think the most powerful awakenings can't be confined to mere words it's just a feeling an experience an embodiment of your deepest inner knowing i've had this happen a few times in my life and this happened again while i was on a solo hike out in nature on a gorgeous breezy sunny day Nature really is one of the most healing environments you can be in. So, you know, I went on that hike because I had been dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression around that time and was living really locked into resistance. I needed to just be alone in nature to clear my head and connect to my heart. And I just reached this place of clarity and peace and knowing within me, I could feel it in my mind, body and soul, and I feel like everything I was realizing I had known before, but this time, it just hit differently, like it traveled from my mind to my soul, and I could feel a shift within me, it was very comforting and very visceral. I was overcome by this knowing that most, if not all, of my distress was tied to my resistance. In that moment, I knew I needed to shift from living in resistance to living in acceptance. And not acceptance in a passive way, but in a way that would allow me to surrender to the flow of life and let everything in my external world just be. An acceptance that would allow me to truly honor the present moment no matter what it looked like. Everything just is the way it is, and I realized I caused myself so much inner turmoil by wishing things were different, or acting out of judgment, and becoming emotionally activated by everything. In that moment, I knew I wanted to soften, to live with more grace, and to look at my situation and the world around me with love, non-judgment, and reverent acceptance. I also knew it wouldn't be easy, it would Become a practice for me to approach my external life with the mindset of this is just the way it is, the way it's meant to be right now. I think for all of us, there is so much that is out of our control. The only thing we have direct control over is our presence, how we choose to show up and live our lives. But even though we can't control so much, Focusing on what we can control will give us the power to make shifts within our lives because a shift within yourself will always translate into a shift in your life. I think there also needs to be a certain level of trust in the universe or a higher power or whatever you believe in. If we let it, the flow of life will always guide us to where we're meant to be. When I had this awakening, I immediately felt more at peace and expansive and I started embodying it right away. It's crazy, and it just reminded me that, you know, we can take in all the advice and stories and teachings from other people and books and just anything in our outer life, and they may resonate, but that resonance pales in comparison to the resonance you can feel if the answers come directly from within you. I had already known about all the things that came to me in that moment in the woods, but because they came from my soul and not from a book or even from my logical mind... I think that's why I was more able to embody it and integrate it almost immediately. Even just driving home from that hike, a car that was driving behind me sped up and passed me, nearly cutting me off as he swerved back into my lane. Usually, that would piss me off. I'd immediately revert to a place of judgment and emotional activation and resistance. My mental chatter would be like, Why the hell are they doing that? They should watch where they're going. What's the matter with them? All that kind of road rage stuff. But this time, as those feelings of resistance bubbled up, I was able to smooth them out by shifting to a place of acceptance. This person in this car sped up and passed me, nearly cutting me off. And that's it. That's just a thing that happened. It is what it is, and I don't need to get emotionally activated by it. And I felt more at peace maybe still a little bit annoyed, but the annoyance passed much more quickly than it normally would. So that's just a small example of putting this practice into place. And, you know, just like with everything, I'm learning all this as I go along. I'm messing up and falling back into resistance all the time. But I have noticed that since those moments on my hike, I'm just much more aware of these forces in my life, and I'm much better equipped to handle them. So, Yeah, this isn't always easy or even possible for me sometimes. I tend to fall into judgment and activation and a need for control, but I'm more mindful and intentional overall, and that has been so impactful for me. And lately, I've really been mindful of holding space for the resistance instead of immediately trying to shift into acceptance. Because the resistance is there for a reason, and sometimes it's trying to tell me something. Most of the time, it's trying to hold me back, but sometimes it can be useful, and I think just like with any difficult emotion or thought process or anything like that, as painful as it can be, there's value in holding space for it, greeting it, trying to hear it out and understand it. If we try to shift immediately without coming to a place of deeper awareness, it might just act like a band-aid solution. So yeah, there have been moments where, I admit, I didn't really hold space for the resistance, but lately i've been more aware of this part of the process and trying my best to implement it and you know i think this practice can be applied to just about any situation in life small or big that driving example is a smaller scale scenario any interactions with other people could be a great opportunity to shift from resistance to acceptance we can't control anyone else's behavior so we might as well accept it for what it is while at the same time protecting ourselves from any negative effects they could have on us And I think a bigger scale example would be just your overall life situation. Like for me, one of the biggest ones is my living situation. I was in a lot of resistance about still living at home with my parents. And I admit, there are days where it still really gets to me. But I'm more able to remind myself that this is just the way things are right now. This is my truth right now at this place in the timeline of my life. Instead of getting caught up in the shoulds and comparing myself to other people my age who are moved out and feeling ashamed for still living at home and worrying that I'll never be able to move out, instead, I could take a step back and remember, this is just the way it is. And not in a defeated way, but in a way that takes me out of the mess of my headspace so I can drop into my heart space and equip myself to both honor the present moment and put my energy towards the things that will bring me towards my desired future, instead of dwelling on what I don't have and feeling sorry for myself. I was talking about this with a friend the other day, and he pointed out that each of us is just dealt a certain hand of cards in each phase of our life, and just because our hand doesn't look like someone else's, it doesn't make it any less valuable. We gotta just work with the hand we have and make peace with the fact that it is ours instead of wasting energy comparing it to someone else's or acting in resistance to it in any way. It just is what it is right now and that's okay. I think this whole concept can be tricky though because there are some things in life that are much harder to accept. Like, of course, if someone is emotionally, mentally, or physically abusing you, you should not accept that. In any situation where there is direct harm being done to you, you do not need to just sit back and be like, this is just the way it is. No. I think there's a fine line between what is or is not acceptable in our lives, and that may differ for different people. And you know, thinking about it now, the little bit of reading and research I have done on the concept of radical acceptance a a long time ago, I remember this was the part that I struggled with too, because... Yeah, not everything can be accepted in life. We can't surrender to everything. And sometimes our resistance to what is can be fuel for change. We need resistance to create social and political and cultural change. So resistance can be useful, like in instances of injustice in the world and healing from our trauma and removing ourselves from harmful situations. So yeah i think this is something i'm still grappling with and i also know that i'm coming at this whole concept with some sense of privilege a lot of what i'm going through can be remedied with shifting from resistance to acceptance but i know there are a lot of people in the world who simply just can't do that because of the circumstances of their situation so yeah i'm very aware of that and like i said it's something i'm still grappling with and i just don't have all the answers in that regard I think in general, there are a lot of things out of our control and it's a waste of energy to try to control them. Instead, I encourage myself and everyone else to focus on what you can control and that's you, the world within you, how you choose to behave and respond and live. You have choice in that and I think the mindset of resistance often can make you forget that. So if you're feeling stuck or unsatisfied or getting all caught up in the shoulds or you're easily impacted by the actions of those around you or just overall you're in resistance to what is, to how your life is right now, try to bring a little more acceptance into your heart. This acceptance will lead you to a deeper sense of gratitude and trust and presence. Because all we really have is right now and even when life feels like complete crap, chances are there's something small we can be grateful for and everything in life is happening for us, not to us. You can trust that life has got your back, she just has a strange way of showing it sometimes. So the next time you feel resistance coming to the surface and clouding over your mind, take a deep breath, drop into your heart space and tell yourself, And so it is. Things just are the way they are sometimes, and it's a waste of energy to wish it were otherwise. Coming to a place of acceptance will put you in a more effective energy space to take the steps towards living your most authentic and meaningful life. It'll take practice and commitment and a willingness to stumble along the way, but it's worth it. Or at least I think it is. Holding space for resistance and softening into acceptance might look different for you than it does for me or for anyone else. I think as soon as you become aware of how resistance shows up in your life and holds you back, you can start to take the steps to shift from it into more acceptance. That might be through literally just becoming aware of your thought process and choosing to think differently. It might include a practice like deep breathing so you can feel into the presence of acceptance in your body. You might want to do some journaling on it and work through things that way. Play around with it and see what works best for you. For me, it's really just been catching myself in those moments of resistance and reframing how I think or how I'm looking at things. And sometimes I literally just have to say to myself, and that's just the way it is. It's been tough because recently I've been coming up against things I just do not want to accept, things that are bigger and harder to accept than someone cutting me off when I'm driving, things that I don't think I should be expected to accept, but even in those instances, when I work through it enough and really sink deeper into my heart space about it, I usually find even just a sliver of acceptance that brings me some sense of peace. So yeah, it's not a perfect, smooth, easy-peasy concept, it takes a lot of self-awareness and inner work, but on the whole, living with more acceptance has been really powerful for me. So those are my thoughts on holding space for resistance and softening into acceptance. Like I said, this is something I'm continually navigating and reflecting on, so I by no means have it all figured out. It's just something that has been on my mind and in my heart lately. And since I've paid more attention to it, I have noticed empowering shifts within myself and in my life approaching life with a more accepting viewpoint has allowed me to connect to my gratitude and sense of presence and lean into trusting the unfolding of my life. i'm much more able to mentally and energetically remove myself from interactions and situations that are really triggering to me and they still are triggering but i'm more able to cope with them and not get as worked up by them. i still have days where i'm really stuck in resistance, it just always shows up in certain areas of my life. And sometimes I stay stuck there. And that's okay. This is all a process, and I can't be resistant to the process of dealing with my resistance. So I encourage you to think about how resistance shows up in your own life. What areas of your life are you treating with resistance? How does that resistance feel? What does it look like? How does it show up for you? Is it serving you? Is it hindering you or holding you back? How can you use your resistance as fuel for change? In what ways can you soften into acceptance? How can you live your life with a more loving acceptance for everything that happens within and around you? I think making this shift within myself has resulted in some pretty cosmic and aligned shifts in my life. And I believe that wholeheartedly, you know, when you tend to your inner world, things in your outer world are impacted. And one of the ways my outer life has been impacted is my coaching practice. I've always struggled with resistance when it comes to my business journey. You know, dealing with feelings of self-doubt and comparison and imposter syndrome, feeling like I'd never be able to make this dream of mine really work, getting caught up in the shoulds of business and beating myself up for not growing fast enough. All of that is just my resistance to the way this part of my journey is unfolding. I'm going through my own process and it just is the way it is i'm trying my best and that's all i can do but when i started to make that conscious shift from resistance to acceptance things started to shift in my business life too i'm connecting with more women in coaching sessions i'm feeling more connected to my mission and my purpose and i've just been experiencing the most momentum i've ever experienced in my coaching journey I truly think things are shifting in this way because I've made shifts within myself. And I also think the universe has something to do with it as well, but that's a whole other discussion. A lot of this momentum in my coaching has been thanks to me taking the step to create a membership on a website called newme.com. I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I set up an account with newme, which, according to them, is the internet's largest network of professional coaches. It's basically a directory of thousands and thousands of coaches of all different types from all over the world there's life coaches business coaches relationship coaches spiritual coaches you name it there's a coach for it on newme.com and so as a coach you can use this site to market and promote your practice and also connect with potential clients and if you're a person who's looking for a coach you can browse the coach directory or request to be matched with a relevant coach It's just a really cool and useful service for both coaches and clients. When I first discovered it, I was in a really bad place mentally and emotionally, extremely stuck in resistance and a whole whack of other mindset issues, and this was the first thing that had given me hope about my business in a very long time. It took me a while to take the leap and actually sign up because I am nothing if not cautious. I do not tend to make big decisions like this quickly but I'm so glad I did take the chance to sign up, despite all my doubts and worries that this would just be another thing I try that doesn't work. And so yeah, I've had the opportunity and honor of connecting with and coaching women through that, and it's just been amazing to get to coach so much and really refine my skills and play a role in women's self-empowerment journeys, even if it's just for one session. There have been some difficult moments, of course, but Overall, I'm really grateful and proud of myself for taking this step in my coaching journey. And so, as I so cryptically mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I have something I'd like to share to close things out here today, and that is the interview I did for my NUMI account One of the many features of a NUMI membership as a coach is that one of the team members from NUMI interviews you and the audio of that interview is posted on your profile so that prospective clients can hear you talk about your coaching. I think my interview really crystallizes what I do as a coach, who I help, how the process looks and feels and yeah I'm just really happy with how it came out and I thought it would be fun to share it here on the podcast especially if you have been thinking of receiving coaching yourself, this interview really gets to the heart of what I do and how I can help you in your self-empowerment journey. So without further ado, here is my interview with Numi.
1: Hi, my name is Shauna from Numi.com, the professional coach directory. Today, I'm speaking with Coach Shaylin Ivany from Mississauga, Ontario. Thank you so much for joining me today, Shaylin. Thanks, Shauna. Uh, it's great to meet you. Now, I'm wondering if you can start us off by describing your ideal clients. Yeah, so as a self-empowerment coach, I
0: work with women who feel disconnected from themselves and unsatisfied in life. And this can really manifest in different ways for different people you might feel like you have a lot of personal insecurities. Maybe you seek external validation or you're very critical of yourself. Maybe you feel like you don't really know what brings you joy or how you want to live your life. And you feel yourself falling into doing things that you think you should do instead of what you want to do. And so my mission is to help women deepen their connection with themselves so that they can live an authentic and meaningful life. Because I feel like. So much of life is designed to kind of distract us and keep us busy, take us away from ourselves. And the importance of inner work and connecting to the world within us isn't valued or taught as much as it could be. And so I really want to help women give themselves back to themselves because I've learned from my own experience that living a truly meaningful, purposeful, and fulfilling life starts with doing the inner work to deeply know, embrace and honor yourself. Everything starts from within. So as a coach, my intention is to provide that space for women to really tune into themselves and to explore their inner world and work through whatever is holding them back mentally, emotionally and spiritually from living the life they most desire.
1: That's fantastic. Now, how do you like to help your clients achieve their goals? Do you use a certain process to help them succeed? So yeah, I really
0: approach every client and every session with an openness that really honors the authenticity and uniqueness of each woman I coach and the flow of each session that I facilitate. So my process is less about structure and more about meeting the client where they are and giving them what they need so that they can bring themselves to where they want to be. And that'll look different for everyone. And will even differ between sessions with the same client. So I really just try to honor the flow of it all and trust that what wants to emerge will emerge and that in the end, both me and my client will be led to where we are meant to be. And so I guess my main technique is just holding space for my clients, being really present and listening attentively and just supporting them. It sounds really simple and in some ways it is, but it's honestly so powerful as well i just believe the act of feeling completely seen and heard is astounding and it can lead to some big realizations and shifts but i guess to speak a little more tangibly what i offer through my coaching process is a safe space charged with the energy of both me and my client in which vulnerability honesty and authenticity is accepted and encouraged so that we can really explore what wants to be explored and I hold space for all emotions that may come up. I help my clients question, examine and unlearn anything that isn't serving them anymore so that they can make room for the needs, values and desires that will serve them. And I let the session be fueled by the types of questions I guide my clients through in order to help them uncover what waits within them and also to discover new perspectives. And so ultimately, I offer space for my clients to tune into the wisdom of their mind, body, and soul, and I provide them with support, guidance, and accountability when needed, both in sessions and outside of sessions. I also believe that as a coach, I'm not here to change my clients' lives. I'm here to help them step into their personal power so they can change their own lives. My clients are always in the driver's seat, steering the car, and having the final say in where we go. I'm simply in the passenger seat, holding the map, offering possible directions and pointing out the beauty along the way. And I really just treat the relationship between me and my clients as a sacred partnership, one that I never take for granted because it's just an immense honor for me to be let into these women's lives and hearts in such an intimate way. And I'm just so
1: grateful to play a role in their self-empowerment journeys. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. That's great. Now, I'm wondering if you can share with us any feedback that you've received from any of your past clients. Yeah, so my clients have said that I help them gain clarity on who they are
0: and what they truly want in life. Through coaching with me, they are provided with a space to unapologetically feel all the emotions that come up with this kind of inner work. And they feel safe and heard and seen. And this really allows them to tap into parts of themselves that may have been closed off before. My clients have also said that I help them come to perspectives and ways of thinking that they wouldn't have been able to on their own. And overall, I think my clients just really appreciate the space and empathy and heart-centered guidance I provide for them because it helps them tune into themselves in ways that had previously felt difficult or even impossible for them. There's true power in the act of feeling seen and heard, and there's true value in having a space to talk through whatever you feel needs exploring. And if you allow yourself to remain open to the process, then the possibilities are
1: endless for you. Absolutely. That's great. Now, I'm curious, Shaylin, what is your professional background and how did you get into coaching?
0: Yeah, so coaching for me was the bright light at the end of a very dark tunnel. It's an overused metaphor, but it's true. And looking back on it now, I can see how everything I've gone through in my life, but especially over the past five or six years, has always been leading me to what I do now. So after I graduated university, I went through probably the most painful period of my life. I just didn't know who I was or what I wanted in life. And you could say I was very disconnected from myself and unsatisfied in my life. And so this lasted for about a year and a half. And then I started taking small steps into the world within me. I went on a solo trip that changed everything for me. I got help for my mental health. I dove into the world of self-development. And I just really found myself, or I more so woke up to myself because I had been there all along. I just hadn't been fully awake or aware of myself up until that point. And so all of that led me to start a blog where I wrote about all things self-development and shared my story. And it really became a platform for me to share my writing, which led me to speaking opportunities where I could share my voice. And it also led me to other people who I could share connections with. And through all of that, near the beginning of my blogging journey, I made a connection that exposed me to the world of life coaching. And as I started learning more about it and the more I learned about life coaching, the more sure I became that this is what I had been searching for. It checked all the boxes of how I want to live my life and make my money and make an impact in the world. And it really astounded me how aligned this field was with my values and my aspirations for my life. And so after that, there was no turning back at that point. I signed up for the Life Coach Certificate Program at Rhodes Wellness College, and I completed that in the summer of 2020. And ever since then, I've been working to grow my practice and help people through coaching, but also still through my writing and my podcast and just everything I do in my life. My mission is really all-encompassing, and it comes from a very personal place for me, Because I know what it's like to feel disconnected from yourself and unsatisfied in life. I know how painful and confusing it is. And I now also know the other side of it, the beautiful impact that inner work can have on your sense of self and your quality of life. All it takes is that commitment to yourself, the willingness to go deep within, and the trust that this journey will lead you to where you're meant to
1: be. Well said. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. It's been such a pleasure meeting you, Shaylin. Thank you. You too, Shauna.
0: And that's that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got something out of it. If you could relate to anything I shared and you want to chat about it more, I'd love to hear from you. You can always reach out to me. All my contact info is in the show notes. Thank you again so much for being here. I'm sending you so much love and I'll talk to you in the next episode.